This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right, guys we've got coach hopkins here we'll get started if you have a question please raise your hand um we'll get started percy go ahead percy hey uh thanks for doing this appreciate it hey uh do you have an update on um are green he's gonna be he's day-to-day we'll see how he practices today see how he feels uh, still was wasn't feeling great yesterday so it's gonna be day-to-day thing for him I see. Hey, and then uh, uh, perhaps the one thing that, that kind of went unnoticed, uh, or at least by us, like immediately after the game, when like we talked to you, was 15 assists by your squad there. Uh, a season high, right? And uh, just uh, so if you can sort of talk about the, the things that, that you saw, was there something different sort of going on with your offense? Well, I'll tell you this. Another stat that, that got passed over is only six turnovers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Like yeah. that was that. That's you know you're talking about you know where where we've been getting assists, we haven't been limiting our turnovers. So, I just thought our guys did a really good job hitting singles, making simple plays, really sharing it with each other. I thought that was really big, something that we've been stressing every day in practice. And and if, if I could just ask one last one, just um, going against Stanford, you know, obviously the uh, difference here is just. The rebounding here. Last time you guys played them, forty-seven, thirty-one on that. You know, on the boards there. What, what, what can you do there to like shore that up? Well, I think it, you. It, it. You know, the, the, that's when we we had made the adjustment to our uh, the different way that we're playing. So it's 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 proved a couple games. A couple games it hasn't. And, you know, it just goes back to it'll put us in better position. Now we have to be gritty. We have to be tough, and we have to finish with rebounding. We'll get them to miss. Okay. Thanks, Percy. Lauren, go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Hop. Um, another game against Washington State where you had kind of bigs in foul trouble. Um, what are you seeing there and what can be done to kind of prevent that from keeping happening? You know, uh, getting better in post defense. And, you know, a lot of post defense is getting your, you know, your work done early. Uh, when you give good post players a deep position, it's a, it's a hard thing. And, you know, you just, you know, like what teams did against Isaiah, they just used their body, whatever they could to keep them out of the paint. And then when they got it, sometimes they've trapped. We haven't done that yet. Um, and then you got to be disciplined. You know, it's, it's, it's funny because sometimes when you're on the side, you know, you think your hands are up over your whatever and you're like this. And that's where they call the foul. And so it's almost like you have to teach where your hands got to go behind your ears, you know, just so you can make sure that you're in a verticality situation. And, you know, when they're coming at you, uh, physical guys over and over, it's very hard. But a lot of our work can be done early, and we've got to do a better job at it. And then Nate Roberts, just what uh, progress have you seen from him this season, and what would you like to see more of from him? 
Well, I thought he came out at the beginning of the year. He hadn't played, and uh, so he got a lot of opportunity, and he had some really good games, uh, rebounding the ball, finishing, and, you know, it's a long season. So, you know, you kind of go through your ebbs and flows, but he has been just a, a steady rock for us um, uh, in terms of knowing what you're going to get, in terms of his leadership in the locker room, um, a guy – you know, he made three out of four foul shots late in the game. Uh, he's been working on that, and that takes a lot of a lot of mental toughness. And he's just going to keep getting better and better. And so, um, we love Nate. Uh, we need him to stay on the court. I kept telling him, you, you know, on one of them, like he didn't know if he was going to come trap or not. And he kind of got in purgatory. And I said, you got to either choose, buddy. You either got to go or you're not. And and so that indecision can get you in foul trouble a little bit. So hopefully he'll be better. He's been working his his tail off. Great rebounder and. Um, hopefully he plays great this weekend. All right, thank you. You're welcome. All right, you want to do that? Go ahead, Yep. Hey, hey, Hop. A question on the 19 rebounds against Washington State. How much? I mean, uh, 19 turnovers that you caused. How many of those have you looked at them? That was attributed to just good defense and kind of Wazoo making their own mistakes. Well, I think it's a combination of both. I mean, no, no player is perfect. You know, we, a lot of times it's, it's us. I call them, you know, self, self-inflicted negative. Sometimes we, our turnovers aren't forced. They're unforced errors. Um, so it was, it was a combination of both, uh, but our defense has been active. We're getting better at it. Still not great. We still have breakdowns, but uh, it's given other teams a better look. Our guys are getting more confident in it and we're getting more reps in it in the games. So hopefully we can be consistent. But with that being said, we've got to be able to rebound the basketball when they miss. And uh, that will be a huge part of, you know, our success in our remaining games. And just one last one. You talked about the bigs getting down in the paint on defense. Is that a matter of them getting back on the defensive end much quicker from off that making a transition offense to defense. Is that something you're working on or that's just recognition? Yeah, we work on transition defense every practice. I think the biggest thing is going to be more, you know, um, you know, usually when you're in a zone, you're defending differently. And now when you're in a match or however we're going to do it, you know, you have to be proactive and, and kind of see it before, you know, it happens. And that allows you, to position yourself better and you watch Hamir who's got a great feel you know he's he creates uh, some turnovers going back and forth and Nate is physical power and the one great thing about Nate is Nate's got really great quickness and now it just goes back to the reps on 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 going over and and making it difficult uh, for an opposing uh, offensive player to get deep position he can get you out with his physicality and then he's got good lateral quickness side to side uh, where he can use his length. He's been getting fouls on, on fighting with people. And so you got to teach him how to fight the right way, where you're using your leverage and your strength and also using uh, your foot speed and quickness. So we work on it every day. We just got to get better at it. Thanks. You're welcome. Hey, Hop. Um, asked you about the match on, on Monday night. And, and I, you know, I know you guys didn't really feature it until the following road trip. But is there something about the match that you feel like can benefit you against Stanford and Cal that that obviously you didn't feature the last time you played them? I think both of them can help us. I think, um, you know, our zone, you know, even watching the Stanford game, we just couldn't score. We got wide open shots early. We were down 17 to five. Uh, I think we're down 12-0 to start the game. 
and then they only had 17 points with seven minutes to go in the first half. You know, what they did is they killed us on the glass. Uh, and so, you know, our zone is, you know, it, it's not great, uh, but we, we're good at it for the most part. We just weren't finishing with rebounding. And so some of our adjustments that we've made, hopefully, you know, having both in our back pocket um, can help us, you know, get a, a few extra possessions, which those few extra possessions might help you win the game. And also a follow-up on, on Percy's question about the the turnovers and such. When are you seeing, when you saw the game tape, are you seeing a different dynamic with the lineup with the, when, when Nate and Eric and Marcus are handling the ball and, and it's their task to move it around as opposed to what you would normally see with Quade? Well, sometimes Quade tries to do too much and that, that becomes, you know, contagious in a little bit, but you know, they, they didn't play without uh, Bonton. We didn't play without Quade. So it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit misleading in the sense, but the great thing about Marcus is Marcus has a great, he plays with a great efficiency, doesn't turn it over much, doesn't get a lot of assists, but has the ability to uh, shoots a high percentage. Um, Eric, uh, you know, he's had his turnover moments, but he had a really good floor game. And it's just something that we've been promoting. Uh, you know, we just got to, we got to move the ball. The ball, the ball needs to move from side to side. Everybody needs to touch it. And if that happens with a little bit of poise and execution, we'll get better shots. We'll have less turnovers. And that's what you saw against Washington State. All right. Thank you, Coach. You're welcome. Hey, Mike, typically this would be the senior farewell weekend. Uh, with the pandemic allowances, have you had any indication from Quade or Hamir Wright whether they would entertain another year or, or is this it for them? You know what? We haven't even talked about it. We've just kind of – you know, in the season, we're playing, uh, trying to get through a season. And yeah, I'm going to knock on what a thousand times COVID free. Um, we've been one of the few programs that have been able to get through it. Um, and so I'm really proud of our guys. But, um, you know, we nothing that we've ever talked about at all. But, but they both each have that option, right? If that. Yeah, with the, with the NCAA rules, yes. Yeah. Okay. Andy, uh, hey, Hop, uh, thanks for the time. Yeah, Andy. How are you? Um, so against uh, Wazoo, you guys had some uh, big free throws down the stretch, especially coming from unexpected sources. Nate Roberts obviously hits a, a couple big ones. Um, you know, uh, how did you see your team's free throw shooting? And then that poise from Nate Roberts, is that something that, uh, you know, you have come to expect regularly? Andy, he's been working on it religiously uh when we were at the first of the pandemic, when we were allowed, you know, two different groups, we weren't allowed to be together, but it was something that he took a lot of pride in and worked really hard at. And, you know, he, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's one thing about improving it and then, you, you know, being able to go out there and hit it with pressure. And uh, he's improved a lot. And uh, to be able to go out there, you know, is he's getting more mentally tough to be able to do that. I don't think he could have done that last year at all. And um, it gives you a huge advantage when you have a five man because he's going to get a lot of rebounds in the games. That's who somebody's going to foul. And when you know you have somebody that you can rely on, like we rely on Nate, he'll step up and knock him down. Awesome. And then um, one other quick question. Uh, I know Wazoo has given you guys some problems before, and I believe this was your first win against Kyle Smith. Um, does it feel good to kind of get that out of the way now? You know, I just was happy to get a win. <laughs> If it was against Santa Claus, I just want to get a win. It doesn't <laughs> matter who or what, you know, you're trying to be a, become a better team and 
obviously Kyle's done a great job at Washington state since he's been there. And there's, there's you know, so many good coaches in our league in the country and you're just going to get your team to play the best. That's what you focused on. And uh, we were able to take another step forward with out one of our top players, which guys stepped up, they played together. We had our best turn, uh, assist and turnover uh, game of the year, which was huge, and but still can be better. I thought there was a lot of breakdowns defensively, and our numbers are starting to show better. But there's a, still a lot of growth, and that's what's exciting is what our potential is, not where we're at right now. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Let's go ahead, Ken. Hey, Coach. Um, with Eric coming in, everybody thinks he's a shooter, but one of the things he's really done is expand his game by taking it hard to the hole stopping for that pull-up jumper. Is that something that you encouraged him to do, or is that something that he's just done on his own? It's, it's something that he's really good at. Uh, he's, a, he's a good three-point shooter. He's a good mid-range shooter, and he's a good foul shooter, and he's a really good – the coaches would always say, like, Coach, uh, Eric's one of, one of our best passers, uh, and he showed it the other night, very unselfish um, player. But I, I think sometimes, you know, that, that mid-range shot, know when your game is. He hasn't been great going all the way to the basket, uh, but that you like you said, that stop and pop. Guys, we'll be back with Nate Roberts in just a second. See you all tomorrow after the game. Appreciate it. One second. Thank you, guys. All right, guys, we've got Nate Roberts here. Um, please raise your hand if you have a question. We'll get started with Percy. Go ahead, Percy. Hey, Nate. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, just um, to take you back a bit to the last time they he played Stanford. 91-75, they out-rebounded you guys, 47-31. to 31. Just um, what do you remember from that game? What can you take from that game that will help you out tomorrow night? I said they're a big team uh, throughout across the board from guards to wings to bigs, uh, and we're not so big of a team, so that can be one of our downfalls. Uh, but I think with being a smaller team, we have to be a little bit more grittier, a little bit more have a little bit more fight. And I think going into this game, uh, putting more emphasis on the, the boards and, you know, being that, that's a disadvantage for us, but also using it to our advantage of being faster and quicker than a lot of the big teams. So just taking that noted and um, moving on because it happened and we learned from that game. We watched a lot of film about it and we've gotten a lot better since that game uh, as a team. So I think just taking a few little minute notes that we took them for the game, uh, just bringing them in, being prepared and ready to get the win. Hey, and then how can I ask you sort of like a like big picture type of uh, question here? Just, um, you know, with three weeks left in the regular season and like the finish line is fast approaching here. Um, just, just your thoughts or, you know, anything that you could say about this unique season and playing basketball during a pandemic? Well, first and foremost, I think we all can speak for it being blessed to be able to play this year. I think a lot of the big questions were, going into the summer, going into this uh, winter slash fall was, were we going to have a season? Uh, you saw the professional leagues, you know, questioning about it, and then they end up pulling through. Uh, and then the big question was college athletics, whether it was basketball, football, you know, other sports, et cetera. So being able to have the opportunity to play through the, you know, the crisis of not only domestically but internationally, I think was been a big thing that we should all, you know, sit back and really be thankful for. Uh, and also – just acknowledging the growth that we've had. Um, you know, the season hasn't went as planned as um, we've expected it to. But, you know, with a new team and with a new group of guys and a new group of roles, uh, it's kind of expected to have these growing pains. And I've kind of stressed that from the beginning of the season that it was going to be growing pains, whether it was good or bad. And just being able to 
noticed the growth between all the guys and all the coaches and knowing, knowing how we can be, come together as a team and pull out a lot of wins, well, a few wins here and there, um, and also learn from our losses. I think now I never really looked at the losses as a bad thing. I think just learning how, where can we get better at? And as you've seen, as progressively throughout the season, we've gotten better. Even though we haven't pulled out a lot of wins, we've gotten a lot better, and it looks a lot better. And I think we have more chances to grow as a team and finish out the season strong. That's a fantastic answer, Nate. Thank you. Hi, Lauren. Hey, Nate. Kind of going off Percy's question, just going through a season where there's so much happening off the court and so much for you guys to deal with away from just playing basketball, how difficult has that been um, for this group and just for teams in general? Uh, I can't really speak for a lot of other teams, but I know for this team it's been, it's been tough. Um, a lot of the times we haven't been able to do the kind of team activities that we've normally done throughout the years uh, just because of the pandemic and just because trying to practice, you know, the safest possible guidelines that we've that's kept us strong and healthy this whole season. I think that's been the toughest part. Um, but also just the everyday grind uh, is a lot of uncertainty has gone into this season. Um, I think just being able to stay consistent and stay together um, through it all. I think that's the biggest takeaway I've, I've gotten from this season and just the, the rough part about it, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm blessed. I get to be around a great group of guys every day. So I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it. And then getting back to a basketball question with the foul trouble um, you and, and some of the bigs have dealt with recently, what do you need to do better to kind of prevent that from happening in the future? Um, it's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest thing is watching a lot of film and seeing where the fouls are coming from. I think a lot of the times I may be thinking I'm one way and then the ref may see it a different way in a different perspective. I think I may be straight up, but the ref may see that I'm using my body a little bit more than I should be. Um, just sometimes being a little too physical or a little too um, aggressive on the defensive end and not, not doing really doing my work early and kind of catching up late and playing catch up. I think that's how it has a lot to do with it, but also to my, defense that it comes with experience and this has been my first year really playing heavy minutes and learning the games and the in and outs of how the pace goes and how refs are going to be calling it whether they're going to be you know a little bit more lean on the foul calls or where they're going to be calling it tight I think those are key things that I look out for and just learning how to you know maneuver through having foul trouble but also sometimes you can't control what the refs calls now in time so sometimes it may be a foul sometimes not but at the end of the day they have the whistle so you just got to roll with the chips all right thanks Nate mm -hmm. Chris Fetters, go ahead. Hey, Nate. Um, just kind of uh, piling on that question uh, from Lauren. With the foul trouble, I was wondering how much of it has come from the match. And, you know, because typically in your, in your zone, you would just be patrolling the paint, but now you're having to really roll around and maybe do some other things. I was wondering um, kind of from your perspective how the, how the match has changed, uh, kind of what you have to do out there. Uh, I don't think it really has – much of an effect with the foul calls. I think the match is honestly almost better because it's more of a one-on-one -on -one situation and not sort of one guy, me in the center guarding two people on a dunker spot or a high post in a dunker spot or high low. So it eliminates a lot of the extra wiggle room for, you know, frivolous fouls to come along. I think it just makes it a little bit better. I think for me personally, I just have to get better at, you know, creating my position early and being able to fight through it, whether it's, you know, the big creating post position or, you know, them finishing around the rim and being able to be straight up at all times. So just learning the nuances. But I think the match is going to be good for us. I think just because we are a little undersized team, 
um, being able to be quick and on our feet and being able to have, be in our positions early to where, you know, we can limit we can limit offensive teams to uh, their points. And as, as you can see, the progression over the season, as we start to implement that, uh, the scores have been a lot decreased. Now, the, the other thing about the match is you guys really didn't start implementing it until the road trip after the Stanford-Cal swing. What What is it about uh, those teams where you feel like implementing the match might really benefit you guys compared to, obviously, how the games went before? I think the biggest thing um, to Percy's question earlier was the rebounding situation. I think in the zone, it's, it's a little bit harder to rebound in the zone because you're not really boxing out. You're just rebounding in the area and being in the area. And now that we're in a match, I think, especially with a team like that, who's pretty big and pretty long, that we have to, um, you know, focus in on just our matchup and being able to rebound in our area. Also, while refraining from our the guy, our defender, I mean, our offensive player to, uh, you know, stop him from getting the ball. So I think it should be good for us. And I think it will be a good strategy going to this game. And hopefully that we can pull out with the win and pull out with, you know, a smaller rebounding discretion but uh well yeah that's pretty much it all right thanks thanks i appreciate it all right last question dan really nate this is a typically senior weekend a senior senior trip or a series i should say and mm-hmm. quad a and hemier seniors but the ncaa has given them everybody allowances to make it a wash as far as eligibility are you guys talking about it whether they'll come back next year you're trying to convince them to do that because uh, they have that option this focus is finishing off this season. Uh, these guys have, you know, worked their tail off their whole career, being quite a being at Kentucky and here, and then Hamir being here, uh, enjoying the the moment that they have. I know it's their last little home stretch of you know being put on the Washington uniform. I think us as a team have to celebrate that and not really be too focused on you know the future because we never know what the future may hold. But I think as far as you know, this upcoming weekend is going to be big. For our seniors, it's going to be big for our team because it's a special moment that no one can ever get back again.